Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Podcast Gold, the podcast that's not about teaching you how to podcast. I'm Amy. And I'm Sophie. And every week we're going to be talking about ridiculous millennial things we've come across like Tinder. Tinder. <laughs> Let's do it again, that was great, okay? Tinder. Gap years. Instagram. Hashtag squad goals. Selfies. And lots of ridiculous things like that that we come across in everyday life and all the stories that we have to share with your lovely selves. And a lot of them are very ridiculous. I mean, all of them are. So, if you fancy listening to any of that... Come um, on back! Come, come back, back! Come back! And keep listening. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Hello! Hello! Welcome back to me. <laughs> so I'm really excited because we have got the best guest ever this week. Oh, he's like, oh, stop I mean, it. I wouldn't say best guest No, ever, this but... is great. For anyone who doesn't know, so this episode is hashtag dad goals. Ironically, sort of the opposite, you could argue, of dad For goals. For me, definitely, yeah. <laughs> no one should be looking into my dad's activity with any kind of pride. I also love that there's suddenly a voice in the yeah, room sorry. that people have no idea yeah. who this is. He's who like, is He's that? like, I hate my dad. Yeah. <laughs> For anyone who's like not read the description, is probably guessing what the hell your dad has done yeah wow. do you want to tell people who, who you are, who you are? <laughs> my name's jamie and my dad wrote a porno a few years ago and i have started reading it aloud around the world part of my coping mechanism <laughs> how i'm kind of getting through life at the minute to just share that terrible erotica with everybody that i meet and even people that i don't meet because i do a podcast which i guess is why i'm on your podcast i try and downplay the pornographic <laughs> nature of my life a little bit if someone wants to wants to talk to me about it i will more than gladly go into the details of the pots and pans industry obviously which is a lot i mean we'll go into this in a bit more but it's a lot dirtier than i thought it would be i mean i know pots and pans get dirty mm. but a lot more that kind of dirty not that kind of dirty it's getting oh. worse as well as the books go on oh god yeah. i find it increasingly hard to read them so basically jamie is from the massive huge amazing podcast my dad wrote porno i think it's number one comedy podcast in the world right <sighs> i mean it's really hard to quantify those things i mean we're doing okay Doing amazing. You're doing great, yeah. mate. You're I'm doing great. We'll pick you up. <laughs> I'm not in oh. hospital. I think you're going to get through <laughs> yeah. this. No, yeah, it's gone better than we could ever have hoped. So, yes, I'm very grateful. So, for anyone who doesn't know what my dad wrote porno is, then I think that's mental. I still don't <laughs> understand why anyone has not listened. It is the funniest thing. The funniest podcast, without a question of doubt. It's so good. I dropped my phone on the bus the other day when I was listening to it. Oh, my God. I did a similar thing. You're caught, you, sir, cause an accident I know, all across the honestly, country. Someone nearly, well, someone did actually crash their car recently which I feel what? really really bad about yeah because I mean, we had a lot of threats of that over the years but someone oh actually God. officially did it someone someone in Australia recently got in touch to say that they were laughing so loudly that the police stopped them <laughs> breathalyzed them and then didn't believe that they weren't drunk <laughs> 
and what? took them into custody anyway. Were they walking along the street in the police? No, they were sorry. They, they were sorry. They <laughs> so were driving like, their car. How loud were they yeah. being? <laughs> <laughs> they were in their car and they basically thought they were drunk driving. And wow. she then had to explain, no, 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 there's this podcast about pornography. And they were like, no, I'm sorry. We're taking you in. Oh, my Lord. Jesus. I know. I like snorted on the bus the other day listening. And I thought You're that was bad. Get <laughs> I, so, honestly, I got sectioned. Watch your back. <laughs> They've let me out for one evening. It's amazing. Exactly, Today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to be here. Is this to prove that you're actually yeah. innocent? I was in Australia and it was it was all going <laughs> on. But but no, seriously, it's amazing to have you on. Like, as I say, we are very excited to have our second guest of the series on. Yeah. We had uh, Alex Fox on for Sex Goals, talking about all manner of sexual things, which kind go. of, I feel like we might have a theme. We've talked about <laughs> Sex Goals. We're about to talk about a porno book. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like my dad's book's like the anti-porno book. Like, it's the worst erotica ever written. If anyone hasn't heard it, it's, it's just terrible. I mean, the man can't spell, let alone identify a cervix. So. It's so funny. <laughs> I have so much to ask you. <laughs> I cannot cope with how mental it is. Like, I was listening to it today, and obviously knowing that I was coming to meet you, and I was thinking, yeah. if my dad had done that, I don't think I could look him in the eye. How is that? Talk to us. Um, <laughs> okay, I've got one hour session. Yeah, yeah exactly. Do you know what? It's been a journey, is what it's been. Like, initially, no, I was like, it was fucking weird. Not even that he'd written erotica, because that's obviously weird, but it's also so out of the realms of where you believe your dad to be in, in terms of a space in his life. Mm-hmm. I was just offended by the grammar. And that was what I, I was like, you raised me. How dare you? No. How did you find out that he'd done this? Like, did he tell you? He's like, I've got something to tell you. Did he tell me? Did you, Honestly, just, did you stumble across this? I know. I'm 30 years old. I don't go rooting around my parents' house <laughs> looking for porn. No, he basically came up to me. It was my sister's birthday party. It was like a nice family event. And he just took me to one side and he was like, he's from Northern Ireland. So he's like, um, Jimmy, I've uh, written a book and I was like great he was so proud because he'd, rec- he'd been recently retired and I think it maybe found the transition from working mm-hmm. to retirement quite hard and so I, was, I thought anything that's going to you know keep him out of my mum's way really <laughs> is great um, and so I was like this is great he was like I'm just going to send it to you see what you think so then like, a week later he sent me the first three chapters of <laughs> Belinda Blinked which I didn't open for about a month and yeah I, I just didn't read it for ages which in retrospect I find really strange that he didn't get in touch because if I sent my son porn and he didn't respond <laughs> in a month I'd be like, oh my god, I've crossed some like boundary of our relationship. But no, he was fine about that. Uh, and then when I finally did start to read it, I was expecting like a Bond type <laughs> novel or like, oh how wrong you were. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the first line is Belinda Blink, the mm-hmm. job interviewer, asked her to remove her jacket and silk blouse, and my life ended. Oh my <laughs> god, right there and then. But it's the fact as well that it's so. It's not even like he's written a, a sexy porno. No, he's written a mental, ridiculous story <laughs> that is. I mean, it's story. Can you call it a story? It's not a story. Like I don't think you can ruin it like if anyone's listening no. not, I mean spoiler but it's not a spoiler there are no spoilers like I think in the first series didn't she start having sex in a weather spoons? yeah she kind of just in the lobby of that hotel slash pub and there's like a security camera just recording her activities <laughs> I have a bit I think I have a bit of a crush on you have god really I don't know I think it's like it's so bad <laughs> have you I'm kind read of or <laughs> listen to the books because he wouldn't know what to do with you no, can I also Maybe. just say that she's not just saying this for like a bit of a reaction she said it to me on the way here she was like I think I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. I was like, I think there's some serious <laughs> things we need to talk about. Oh my God, are you going to be my stepmom? Jamie, I'm so glad that we've met, finally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, but no, like the stuff that Rocky comes up with is so 
amazing and mental. And like Belinda's fixation with numbers. That's oh. numbers of people in rooms, number yeah. of people at interviews. Well, you've got to remember, she is a business mind. Oh, yeah. Because you know, these books aren't just erotica, they're also business and leadership. Yeah. So, so, you know, expect it. She's ticking boxes all over the place. You can get joy from these books no matter what your preference, <laughs> sexual or otherwise. I wonder if there's been a surge in applications for like pots and pans industry jobs. Do you know what? The pots and pans industry has been suspiciously quiet since Belinda Blinked has entered the world. I believe that my dad got a tip what was actually going on and he's just done a huge expose and they are like shitting themselves. Yeah. They're like, we need to just, just no one mentioned yeah. No one talked to them. Do not return their calls. They're on to us. That's that the only explanation. So the O2 yeah. is just a real brainwashing event. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like exactly. massive room. Yeah, the protagonist goes to the O2, plays the O2, which is an achievement for anyone, including Adele. Uh, but apparently <laughs> Belinda Blumenthal can play that and gave everyone a non-stick tin wop. You know, I've been to events and corporate things and you get maybe like a flyer and a pen. I mean, if that. And a shit tote yeah. bag. Yeah. You don't get a non-stick tin wok. I mean, you're really pushing the boat out. Even a stick tin wok. I mean, you don't get that yeah, either. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Who cares about my stir-fry sticking? I don't give a shit. Turns out Belinda does. She's always thinking ahead, you see. She thinks about the customer experience. It's all she's, business. She's very yes. savvy. Yeah, she's certainly got an unorthodox mind and so does my father, which I'm learning day by day. Oh, God. I think the funniest thing is like the amount of characters he comes and repeatedly brings back in unusual oh ways. Oh, my God. Do you know what I love? Like, I'm like two episodes from the most recent, so oh, okay. a little bit behind. Good but luck. when he, again, I'm not, I don't think I'm spoiling it for anyone. The Brazilian Boston man. Oh, Senor Origues. And yeah. he was kind of like, he had a bit of backstory that connected in the past. Yeah, Dan started to kind of show some very subtle signs of being able to construct a narrative, which is worrying to us all because the beauty of these books is that there is no narrative. I'm very impressed with just the wealth of the man in terms of he can create these incredibly indelible characters, use them for all of three paragraphs and then discard them forever. Like... Yeah, the smallish man dressed in black. He could have had his whole, like a whole spin-off. Like, how do you make somebody that iconic in six lines and then just never bring them back ever again? Dr. Robbins, Helga. Oh, God, Helga, like, yeah. yeah. These people Helga. are just, they like, come... And then they go. The they Countess Zara, come. like Senora Rodriguez, like you say, it's just it's just madness and quite impressive. Do you think he has an appetite for destruction? He can kind of create these worlds <laughs> yeah. and destroy them in six lines. I yeah. think it's more boredom. I think he just gets really bored with his own creation. He's like, bored of that, moving on to the next one. Because <laughs> you're on book three. So when you started recording My Dad Wrote Porno, yeah. had he already written three books? He'd written four books, actually. Four yeah. books? So he'd sent me those three chapters and then when I finally got back to him to be like, Look, mate, I think you we're now mates. <laughs> you were not my dad. Sorry, my sister always has a go with that. It's like, she's like, Why are you calling dad? Mate? Uh, I was like, Mate, I think you should definitely finish writing this book. She's like, What are you talking about? I've written four. Why did you send me three chapters? You're literally insane. You are a mad. Who are you? You're no longer my dad. Get back to the garden shed slash pavilion. Where what was he it. writing these? Was he like, when you kind of like, after you finished talking, did he nip to the bathroom and write a chapter <laughs> and he came back? He could have done. Oh, God. Yeah. The quality would oh. suggest that kind oh. of writing process. Oh, God. Yeah. I love it. I just love it so much. I listen sometimes when I, well, I listen on the way to work, but there's been mornings where I'm like in such a bad mood or I'm mm. tired and it genuinely cheers me up so much. Oh, it's, that's good No, it's hear. proper laugh out loud. I used to listen, I used to walk to work and I, I loved it so much. 
this wasn't listening to your podcast, but I then got knocked down by a cyclist and stopped <gasps> walking to work oh and it tainted God. it for a bit. So I stopped listening. I don't know. I told you that story. Yeah, no, that's kind of dark. Kinda dark. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got really dark. I ruined the whole mood there. No, I mean, no, it was Jamie's therapy session. But, uh, <laughs> it's you it's yours well. now. <laughs> Time to share. Do you have any broken bones? <laughs> my mum wrote a porno. <laughs> things still clicking when you walk? I used to laugh and walk, so I would have looked like the crazy person. I love that. See, this is the thing that I'm not saying that our podcast is, you know, that funny or anything. But it is. No, I'm going to stop you. It is funny. Well, that's very nice of you to say but I just have never experienced it if that makes sense because yeah. I make it I would love to be able to, actually it's a bit of a weird thing to say but I would love to be able to experience what people talk about so much because honestly people come up to us all the time and say you know and they just have these crazy stories like I said about getting breathalyzed and stuff and I'm kind of jealous I get FOMO of my own <laughs> podcast I'm like I want to be part of this gang on a Monday as well to listen Aww. to it and, and I can't it's Alice listens funny. to it on a Monday does she? I mean she listens to it on a Monday Tuesday Wednesday I mean she's literally great David <laughs> she lives yeah. it yeah <laughs> she lives and loves it. Do you not listen back? Well, I suppose if you edit it, but do you listen? No, I don't because I edit it. It's an odd thing because obviously it's my dad's pornography and I don't really enjoy the show in the way that I should. Does your dad kind of love it? No. Does he kind of like zombie? He loves it. Like he comes to as many live shows as he can. He lives abroad most of the year. I think he's in Brazil at the minute. Oh my God. Rocky is a jet setter. I mean, I think I've got a crush on him too now. (laughs) He'll be on a beach somewhere with like... Senor Rodriguez. With Senor Rodriguez, exactly. (laughs) Drinking Caipirinha in a hugely loud Hawaiian shirt <laughs> probably really drunk which is what retirement's all about writing pornography I mean he's kind of got the best life in the world so when he's he is around he does come to the shows I was really hoping that he could come to the Sydney Opera House shows when we do our residency yeah but yeah he loves it he is I mean I think it's if this whole process has been weird for me James and Alice which it has it's been even weirder for my dad because he wrote this terrible book <laughs> that he self-published on Amazon as a Kindle thing. He wrote it in his garden shed when he retired at 60-odd years old. And suddenly, millions of people around the world listen to it every single Monday. You know, people like Elijah Wood and Daisy Ridley from Star Wars and Michael Sheen and George Ezra and God knows who else come on the show to talk about the world that he's created. And we're on this crazy journey and it is amazing for him. I think he's just... Is he overwhelmed by it? How does he react? I think it is a bit overwhelming because yeah it's really nice for me because I get to really share my world with him Mm -hmm. in a way because obviously he was a builder my mum was a teacher they aren't part of the media in any way and so oh my god I did not think he would have been a builder oh really (laughs) hang on what did you think he would be I thought that he would have been like wearing a suit and holding a briefcase and going to work in like an office yeah no that's not my dad but then I guess actually (laughs) that makes sense because he probably wanted to live a life that he never did he was living through Linda as a business he was in business like (laughs) in sales very early on in his career but that was short lived probably because he got up to the things that he wrote about uh, probably got fired again goes back to it being life it's real it's yeah, yeah exactly well, it's not real I have had that confirmed Sydney Opera House by the way that's incredible that you're actually getting to travel the world and bring it to such a well known landmark like that's insane it's in, well I'm still not sure they know what they've booked because it's normally arias oh God. do you think cons- they think they've concerts Belinda and they've got a possum pants <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a joke. Did you really? I genuinely, yeah, I was in Vietnam. I was away on holiday in the new year. And I got an email through from our agent being like, oh, you've been offered to play the Sydney Opera House. And I was like, that is a brilliant joke. Hilarious. Well done, House. And she was like, no, this is this is genuinely true. And so then off the back of that offer, we're now doing a whole Australian tour, which is honestly insane, especially for me, because I'm not a, in front of a microphone person. Mm-hmm. I have always been a behind the scenes person. So yeah, being 
suddenly on stage in front of thousands of people is very odd to me. Yeah. Um, and then reading my dad's porn while doing it is even odder. Um, <laughs> Do you ever feel a bit flushed when on the stage? There was a point in every show, in fact, every record actually, where it hits me afresh. <laughs> Never is where I expect it to be. Because normally I'm just fine. Okay, yeah, it's just words. <laughs> words, words really can't hurt you. And then there's a point when I'm just like, and often on stage it's when there's a pause and I just look out and I see all these people. And I sometimes just say, I can't believe I'm reading my dad's pornography too. <laughs> all of you but you know we all have different life goes paths, on yeah. we, in life. <laughs> yeah. but no I mean obviously the thing that I always say and it means the most to me is that my dad is completely behind the show and is hugely supportive of it because obviously although I say obviously but people don't know me so they mm-hmm. wouldn't know that I wouldn't do this without his yeah. consent because mm-hmm. I'm sure there are people out there who probably would do it and obviously we do gently mock his work it's a very loving it's done with place. love and yeah. it is done with love and you know obviously I love my dad but James and I have known him for like 12 years as well Aww. so you know we are kind of a bit of a family Aww. but I think that's what's so nice listening as well is that you're so obviously such good friends when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Friends. Honestly, I can't stress enough how much you need to listen if you've not listened to it already because it's just great. It's so good feel. And also, I think when you say to someone, because I've had times when, when you first started the podcast and I'd be saying to people, oh my God, if you listen to my dad wrote porno and they go, oh, what? You're talking about porn to me. Was that me? <laughs> Was that our We're conversation? Like, it's like 9, it's like 9 oh, a.m. in the office and people are like, stop talking about porn, Sophie. And I'm like, no, it's Or at so least good. listen with headphones. Go, <laughs> yeah. 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 go into a quiet room, Sophie. Yeah. You're not here. I like the fact that yeah. we're kind of normalising sex. Yeah. Like yeah. talking about sex, like that's the thing, you know. So many people now talk about sex way more openly because, as Brits, we are a bit repressed about this sort of thing. This is like opened up a whole new conversation, I think. Yeah, which should um, have been open like a while ago, like when we did kind of sex goals quite recently yeah. with Alex Fox, and we had that conversation of like it's so part of like normal yeah. society. We should be able to this have those discussions. Everyone, it's one of those things that everyone does. Why do we not talk about it? It's, it's so odd. And obviously, yeah. I'm not saying that people do what my dad writes because obviously that's physically <laughs> impossible. 
should probably cover <laughs> cervix. But everyone has sex. Like, we should be way more up for talking about it. And a byproduct of doing this podcast means that people are... We've, you know, somehow created a safe space where people feel that they can talk to us mm, and yeah. send us really kind of intimate stories. And that's really lovely, actually. And that's something that we've really embraced. And it wasn't something that we ever expected. So I think let's all just talk about... Giant cervixes, because that needs to be talked conversation. about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I wonder if there's going to be more houses being built with, like, leather rooms and stuff as well. I can only hope. Isn't that I mean, what's happening to us? Yes, <laughs> darling. <laughs> Sorry, we'll talk fine? about it off podcast. <laughs> Is there building work going on in your gaff? It's the leather. That's why we couldn't have you around yeah. to the flat. <laughs> it's too much work. Going the leather room is not ready, Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. Give us a few weeks. <laughs> the love eggs, they're ready to go. The love eggs are already in place, yeah. <gasps> the love eggs. Oh, don't. Oh, my God. I listened to that episode whilst I was walking. Oh, my Sophie God. I, yeah, I was no, about I to say, Jesus. <laughs> I was masturbating. I was walking to, like, Bank Station. That so stresses me out anyway, because I always get yeah, lost and can't horrible. get out. Yeah. Sophie really blinked. Yeah, <laughs> was like, how's that? Many times. going on, yeah. Oh my god. What was it like the first time you read some of your dad's porno? Like on the first podcast, how did that feel for you? Because had you read it before you recorded? It. Yes, I'd read it. I'd read the first chapter on my own, like a beer. And then that night I was seeing my friends, James Ellis and two other friends who aren't on the podcast, which I feel a bit bad about, but they're fine. They were always like, um, so how's the podcast going? Like, yeah, 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 really good. Oh, hashtag orcs. Like, Could have been on this with us. Took it to the pub and read out the first chapter to my mates. And we just all basically did what what we do on the podcast which is just everyone just piled in with critique and, and we read the first three chapters so when we came to record the first episode of the podcast it was actually a bit weird because we'd already read it before but it had been probably about six months previously and we hadn't read it back since but yeah I remember doing it and just I don't know whether you guys feel this but because your show is pretty successful as well oh thank you when you record it for the first time it just something just like clicks and you're like whatever it is that makes something work mm-hmm. it's happening here and I think we all kind of sense that because me James and I have made stuff together for years ever since university with moderate to no success um, so that's, this has been the first thing that's really kind of connected and it did feel like at least we were really proud of what we'd made yeah that first record was a really cool night actually and we got really drunk yeah so we we can understand that the first um, episode we recorded initially this was going to be a dating podcast ah yeah okay. then we realised quite quickly if we were both in relationships that kind of dies right yeah that's the end of I mean of unless that. you just lie yeah, yeah. Really nine yeah. guys on the go yeah. today <laughs> Yeah. What a lot. We'll just Knackered. become polyamorous. Yeah. And, and um, no, but we, we got really drunk and recorded uh, just into straight into my MacBook microphone for about two hours and talked about nonsense. And the first time we recorded, we're like, yeah, this doesn't work. I think, I think, an, hour, I think an hour was us just sitting on Bumble or Tinder going, to- <laughs> Swipe next. Yeah. <laughs> we just got drunker and drunker, oh, mate, and yeah. it was. You couldn't even hear us. We very ended well. up like five, ten minutes was just. So we weird. should get a chicken burger. Why isn't there a chicken burger here? Yeah, we <laughs> There's an episode in series one where I am so drunk. I'm slurring. <laughs> so badly really yeah oh my god i'm gonna listen now. back and try and find it you yeah. can kind of see if you can spot that's it because so honestly i was off my tits <laughs> that's hilarious and the other two just sat there with like tea it was still so weird to me having to read it out loud even though it was just to my two best friends it's interesting isn't it making podcasts like it, there is a trial and error to it all so. yeah 100 i don't think we've never recorded with a drink apart from one um, excuse me we've recorded several times Have with a drink we, not, we I, had prosecco the last time we yeah, recorded yeah, but we've uh, not like had like a lot. For, yeah, for sorry. Sophie's bloody drunk, isn't she? <laughs> it's gone already. <laughs> well, well, I was ironically going to say, I'm rubbish at drinking because I have a drink and I fall asleep. I'm not like uh, a loud, rowdy. No. I sleep all the time. I'm 
worrying, actually. Hence, drug Narcolepsy. podcast is very one-sided. Yes. Yeah. It, was just <laughs> it was just you. It was just me being like, oh, woo, podcast. <laughs> so you're just like snoring lightly in the background. Not only was it a dating podcast. <laughs> just me. With dating. you in a relationship. It was just you on your own. Yeah, it was It was kind of fun. And like you say, there's a moment when it kind of clicks. And I don't know, Sophie probably doesn't feel like this at all. But um, I feel like <laughs> we're just walking up. And, um, but yeah, like it's funny when you first record with mates. Did you guys find that? Yeah, well, we are very disciplined. That's I mean, because that's another thing that I think people don't really maybe appreciate so much about our show is quite how seriously we take it in terms of the way we construct it and the way we edit it and put it together. And Because, you know, if I'm expecting someone, a stranger, to listen to something for half an hour, 40 minutes, I owe them to make the best half an hour I can. And that's kind of been our mantra. And we always just wanted it to feel like our listener was the fourth friend around the table with us. We didn't want it to feel yeah. exclusive or that we were some sort of clique that no one had access. Any in-jokes <laughs> that there are on our podcast are in-jokes that you would only get from listening to the podcast. So you're kind of, you go on the journey with us and you learn about the book with us and it really does come across like from oh, like us listening to it you really do get that sense of you're kind of a mate which I think is so nice to have in podcasts yeah. particularly because yeah. it is very intimate very intimate medium exactly <laughs> so, that, and that is the thing like I don't think you could do our show in any other medium I don't know there's something about podcasting especially at the minute as well podcasting is going through such a renaissance mm. and it feels like it's a medium that's really breaking through and doing interesting dynamic stuff that other things just aren't it feels like it's something that is on the cusp of an exciting revolution within media in general not to sound too wanky but it's right true it, but is, it is but it, it is, is actually true. And, yeah, and it isn't true. that often you get to be a part of something like that before you decided to make this podcast yeah. did you listen to podcasts because I've read quite a few things about my dad wrote porno and you're quite often compared to serial yes so serial blew up and was huge and I think that got more people listening absolutely to serial was a huge and I think serial got me into podcasts yeah. as well as dad wrote a porno like those were the two that kind of got me into the podcast world. I feel like oh, you guys and CRL were on a par of people were talking about it and you wanted to know what the bu- all the fuss was about mm. and that must be amazing for me personally I'm just really glad to be a podcaster and I you know I just really enjoy the medium now and if there's one show that everyone is talking about that helps all the shows with our medium you know we're all on iTunes together if you listen to one of us the chances are you're going to listen to more of us so yeah. you stumble upon stumble yeah upon exactly yeah. and I really love that about the podcasting community it is it feels like it's a very supportive network yeah, of people 100%. and and you know I'm just really glad that like hearing that you got into podcasting in part because of our show is mm. amazing and I'm so glad that you guys are making this podcast like, I want everyone to make podcasts because we <laughs> make ours around our kitchen table it isn't high tech in any way like anyone can make them if you feel like you mm-hmm. have something to say I think mm. it's a really exciting space to be creative but speaking of podcasts we've got to talk about your accents that you do for oh, all these characters I do apologise like, I get so much abuse do on you? Twitter you get yeah. abuse for your accents oh, yeah no I do yeah because they're terrible and I know they're terrible but my thing is they're supposed to be terrible yeah the characters. My accents are as bad as my dad's literature. That's how I define it. <laughs> in it's in the family. family. Oh, I was just about to say oh, it's in the family. Sure. One mind. Yeah. Blended Blinks is a great novel to read because characters mm-hmm. have gone yeah. within a chapter. I only have to remember most of them for one chapter yeah. anyway. Bella goes down quite well. The oh, kind yeah. of demented Bella accent. Oh, demented I don't even know Bella. where that even came from. She's got so worse. Like, What's oh my God, Belinda, I can't believe we're doing this with Belinda. Oh my God, yeah, Glee team on tour. Like, she's an absolute <laughs> fucking hag, to be honest. There was a time when I didn't do accents and then they kind of mm-hmm. crept in just because I was getting bored I like really. It. Snuck in um, accidentally one day. Go get him out like, now. Start doing it. No, it wasn't. It was, do you know who it was actually? It was Thomas Middleditch from Silicon Valley. He came on the show. Ah. 
Yeah. And he said, you should do accents. I'm, I'm just going to blame Tommy. And then Michael <laughs> Sheen said I was good at them. And then I think my ego just got like yeah. flattered too much. I feel now. like that is the ultimate compliment. If Michael Sheen says you can do an do accent, you know you're like, yeah, exactly. that is pretty, pretty good validation He'll right there. Yeah. deny that he ever said that. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, who? Yeah. You're not a what now? How do these accents come to you? Do you just sort of like hear a name and they're like, go, got it. Yeah. And I think that's why they're terrible because I don't ever pre-plan them i read the chapter the day of the record for mm-hmm. the first time just to get my head around how i'm going to read this out loud so yeah there is no time for me to be like oh i wonder what this person could yeah. sound like so mm. it is very much in the room he he's a belgian <laughs> <laughs> he does quite often give them strong names like klaus and you're like okay yes klaus oh, bloch yeah. Herr bloch was a uh, <laughs> interesting character <laughs> interesting, hey? didn't he turn belinda into like a like, like a wild cave woman yeah. right oh my god oh, that episode very odd i mean the whole world is just completely batshit which is why I love it you know but that also is incredibly hard to do people have compared him to Tolkien JK Rowling and people because he can build a world like you know this show has lasted for three seasons if it was just Mm. a joke of oh your dad wrote a porno (laughs) that would last for maybe one episode Mm -hmm. possibly two the fact that it's gone on so long is because my dad has made a world that people bizarrely feel invested in and want to know what happens yeah Yeah. like joking aside he is dad goals no he is dad goals in so many ways I'm very lucky that my dad is as creative as he is and has had the balls to just say at 60 odd I don't care anymore about you know what anyone thinks of me I'm just going to write this thing because it gives me pleasure and also for me you know I get to be successful at something through my dad and I get to share that success with my dad I don't think there are many other people who get to do that obviously I'd rather he didn't write pornography but I'm (laughs) very proud of the fact that he's doing such creative things that's amazing and a lot of joy for like you say because you do have millions of listeners all around the world and how many of those people are like as we speak spilling coffee on buses and uh, yeah 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 crashing their cars yeah. <laughs> havoc around the world yeah. no you've, you're amazing and thank you so much for speaking to oh, us oh thank yeah. you for having me thank it's been really fun it's been great can, can you can you do one thing before you go sure can you give us if we give you like a character name can you give us an in the room accent oh my god that is pressure but yeah go on how okay how about marjorie tuppence Marjorie Tuppence. Oh, well, I think she'd have to talk a little bit like that, wouldn't she, Amy? (laughs) My name's Marjorie. We should have some food and a nice cup of tea. There you go. If she ever makes it into Belinda Blinks, I'll be so happy. (laughs) Wait for book ten. (laughs) (laughs) Must return of Marjorie. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you meant a character from the book. I was like, I don't know. Her. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great rocky name. She though. was only in it one line and then she was gone. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Classic one. But no, seriously, yeah. Jamie, you're amazing. Your podcast oh, is fantastic. It's genuinely so inspired us. Oh, thank you. But it has. It's inspired us for what we do. Yeah. And it will continue to inspire podcasts as we have come. But yeah, seriously, check my dad wrote a porno out on iTunes, on Acast, and all of the things. Uh, what are your social handles? So oh, God, they're all you. different. It's so annoying, famously. <laughs> Twitter is at Dad Wrote a Porno. Instagram is at My Dad Wrote A because they won't allow the word porno on their platform. Ah. And on Facebook, just My Dad Wrote a Porno. <laughs> uh, and you can email us mydadwroteporno at gmail.com, but no one ever does that. Except oh. they do. Can we do that? Yeah, no, they do. I just, I just always find emails so hilariously like early noughties. Yeah, yeah. Like, who emails anymore? But no, we get loads yeah. of emails and they're really, they're really oh. lovely. So. Oh, 
what? And then you can fax them on. Yeah. <laughs> you can fax and pages, exactly. Oh, 800 yeah. Belinda blinked. Um, no, seriously, check them out. They're amazing. Listen back to some of the episodes. And yeah, if you want to catch us on Twitter and tell us what you thought of Dad Goals and we can have a chat about it, then we're at Podcast Goals. So come say hey. We love saying hey. Sophie will be asleep, but I'll be awake. So that's fine. <laughs> very true. But, uh, yeah, so you're, you're welcome back anytime you want. Come oh, thank on. you. And uh, we'll Thanks see you later. So eh? Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so there you go. If you enjoyed that and you want to hear more, then help us out and comment, rate, subscribe on iTunes and just let us know what you thought. And please, if you did like it, please help us out by commenting, rating, or <laughs> subscribing. You can also listen via the ACAST website or on the app and you can find us at Podcast Goals on social media. So we're on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. All of the socials. All of them. No, not all of them. Most of them. Three of them. <laughs> But if you have barely any of these social channels, then it's our way. <laughs> so drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you guys. And we're looking forward to seeing you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Baby, come back. I'm going to keep that in. Can I do that again? I'll do that again. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.